coming up on this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Rusty and I define in our own words what a paradigm is and how some are good, some are bad, but if it isn't moving you towards your goals, then you have to change it. And here's a reminder, no matter where you're at in your personal journey, take a moment to celebrate how far you've come. Now, sit back relax and enjoy the show matt how are you doing today dude i could not be better could not be more excited to be here with you right now and i'm super excited to uh, talk about the subject we have on the table for today how are you doing i am doing great of course and i am Super excited to talk about this subject as well, because not only does it clue everyone else in on it, but it also refreshes it for me. So it's super important to hear it multiple thousands of times, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I did I did a little bit of research. Cause I like to be prepared and, and, and I don't, I want to say like I broke out the encyclopedias and did a whole bunch of reading, but I went back through and I just. So I wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that there's a thing that is an encyclopedia still or. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that may, that reference might not make sense to people when they, when they may have to Google encyclopedia, which you're, is you're definitely showing, showing your age. If, if that's, yeah. yeah the, the encyclopedia salesman came to the door and I was like, <laughs> we don't need those, sir. We have the internet now. Yeah. And so, uh, but I, I just, I watched some videos um, that I, I'd previously seen by Bob Proctor that specifically talk about the subject we're going to cover today, which is paradigms. And it just it, it brought back all these old emotions and kind of these old revelations. And I was like, I know I've heard that before, but hearing it again um, really cements it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, before we dive into what a paradigm is, uh, this is something that I would talk to people about uh, when I was first learning uh, about the law of attraction and people don't understand what you mean when you say that the way that they're acting is a paradigm Mm -hmm. and they will, it's like the most confusing word you've ever said. And honestly, I didn't understand what it was either. It was not something that I would use or that I would hear in an everyday um, conversations. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that I've ever heard anybody uh, prior to listening to Bob and reading about the law of attraction and that kind of stuff. I don't think I've ever heard that you, that word really used. Have you? I mean, maybe like a, a science fiction movie, you know, or maybe, maybe like a, a fiction book that I read once upon a time, like the, the phrase paradigm shift is yeah. in my mind right now, but I don't know. I don't know where that would come from or, or uh, how that even relates, but I mean, not very often for sure. So the definition of paradigm to me, and I'm going to, you know, you can give your definition if it's, if it's different than mine, but to me, it's a pattern of events that make up you. And that's the way that I look at 
everyone and everything now because I understand that it's a programming that you have built into you. Is that, is that how you feel about it too? Or what would you add? It's absolutely a programming. And I think it like the paradigm speaks to your consistent reaction to circumstance, right? So if, if like situation a happens and you react accordingly, that would be your paradigm. You know, like if you wake up and you're out of coffee, you get mad, you know, that's a paradigm. Or if someone says something to you and it sends you off and changes your attitude for the rest of the day, you know, that's a paradigm. These are, these are um, reactions, uh, sometimes subconscious to your environment that, um, that you cannot control. Or if you try to control, you will eventually slip back into uh, kind of your programmed response. Yeah. And I, I don't think that it's that you can't control it. It's, it's that it's just so hard to go against something that is a habit. I mean, it's a, the, the paradigm is, is built your paradigm, my paradigm, everyone's paradigm is built from birth. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's mentioned several times in different books and different, uh, you know, people that we've listened to is that, by the age of six, you have so much of your who you are already programmed into you. Um, the way that you talk, the language that you speak, the language that you read, um, you know, all of that stuff is kind of determined by the time that you're six years old. And you literally start living your life from that point and then just adding on top of it, it's not necessarily that you're always changing or having something new. Um, And that's, that's something that is really like been huge to me because when I look back across my life and the decisions that I've made all the way across the board uh, down to the job and, you know, my thought process on other people and, you know, just the, the things that I like and do is, is really, I can go all the way back to when I was that age. And I I feel like that it comes from there. Do you, is that how you feel too? I I definitely think that um, how I react is, um, is definitely due to how I've been programmed over time. And, um, like the, I think, uh, uh, an example would be like how I, uh, how I think about or how I spend money. And you laugh at me all the time, you know, like, um, when we talk about attracting abundance and, and law of attraction, you know, obviously, uh, you have to think a certain way about what you want. And, um, you know, if it's something that you like, you should, you should go out and get it. Right. And so, but even for me, knowing that I, um, like, I'm always looking for like the cheapest option or the deal or the sale. And that's, that's something that's really hard for me to, to overcome. And I don't know if I think that example makes sense. Um, oh yeah. And it's applicable here. And, but that may have not, that could have come from a young age or if you meet somebody in your life 
that has a dramatic impact on your life, then they can become part of your paradigm because they're definitely shaping your programming. And, you know, Bob Proctor says, uh, just something simple that shows a paradigm is, is he, uh, he makes the coffee, she makes the coffee, she drinks the coffee, he drinks, you know, every morning you're doing the exact same habit and pretty much everyone has the same morning habit regardless of, and they can easily identify and point that out. Most people don't just wake up and do something totally different every day. So I think that that's a a great example. And yeah, whether it's how you spend your money, what you spend your money on, or uh, what, what makes you feel good about spending the money. I mean, it's all built into it. And uh, me and Matt are, the total polar opposites on this. So he's looking for the deal and I'm looking for the best. That's how <laughs> I would describe hey, it. And so uh, one thing I want to make sure we talk about that uh, when, when we're discussing paradigms is kind of this analogy that makes it um, super easy to understand. And I don't remember if you, you may not remember this from like the early uh, videos that you've watched or any of that stuff. But if you, if you think of the paradigm, like the thermostat in your house, you know, and it's set to uh, 70 degrees. Um, if you, if you're, uh, the temperature in your house varies, either gets too cold or gets too hot, your thermostat is going to automatically kick on and adjust the temperature in that space back to the 70 degrees. And so, your subconscious mind or your paradigm does the same thing in your life. Uh, whether it's a, um, you know, a food habit that you have or a, um, you know, like a, a video game habit or a TV show or whatever it is that you're trying to change. If it's something that you've done for an, uh, a, a long period of time, then your thermostat is set. Your internal clock is set to that. And, you need to consciously think about how you're going to reprogram your paradigm so that you can adjust your thermostat to the life that you want to lead. And so, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a great example for sure. And so in your mind, Rusty, and I, I always turn to you because you've, you've done way more research than I have. If you want to, if someone wants to reset their internal thermostat, um, how do we how do we easily do that? Um, no matter what it is, if I if I want to change my life, how do I overcome that internal clock and move that dial to somewhere that I want it to be? Well, I think the absolute first step is is admitting to yourself that it's a possibility that you are made up of the program that you are. I mean, it's just like a computer program. Just like the thermostat, like you're saying, it's automatic. You are literally getting up, going to work, listening to the same radio show, uh, listening to the same podcast, watching the same shows on TV, um, drinking the and same, eating the same uh, foods. Social media, consuming social the media, same websites. websites. Yep. Just being inundated with political content or uh, content that doesn't serve you in any way, but you're so used to hearing those people, seeing those people, 
and you are you're wanting it. I mean, you're getting your dopamine from these types of things. And if you start getting out of line on anything, just like you said about the thermostat, your body's your body, your mind is going to be like, let's turn back and let's start doing that again because that's what we're used to doing. And I think that you and I uh, struggle with this uh, on a daily basis. And I think that everyone um, struggles with it because it is more comfortable always to sit in the same spot than to move to a different spot. I love my comfort zone. In fact, just saying the word comfort zone makes me comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel so good right now. It's like, mm, comfort zone. I know. I feel like sometimes that me and you just need to be dropped off in the woods with nothing to eat for like three weeks or something. And we just have to figure everything out from scratch. I'm going to die for sure. I <laughs> so I, I just think the identification of it, uh, sitting down and writing out your day and seeing what your day is made of. Or look at your week and say, okay, what do I do every day? Identify what those things are. And then ask yourself, do those things help me? Because mm-hmm. I know that we, we, we're we talking about goals too. Maybe look at the things that you're doing and say, do those things help me get to my goal? Whether it's a weight loss goal or a a financial goal or just being a better father, being a better mother. It doesn't matter what the goal is. Just figure out if the things that you're doing automatically or on autopilot are moving you towards those. And sometimes mm-hmm. the good news is, is the every part of a paradigm isn't bad. So you don't have to think of this stuff as just negative. Um, there, there's a lot of things that we do positive. I mean, you probably get up and take a shower, brush your teeth, you know, um, kiss your, kiss your family that day, whatever, whatever it is, you know, give your, give your daughter a hug on the way to school, whatever you're doing that makes you happy or makes you feel good. Those are good things that you're programmed for, but you do want to identify the bad ones because, they're not helping you. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and so there's, I'm, there's something about like, and uh, one thing we, we may need to talk about is like uh, vacuum law of prosperity, you know? Um, but once you, if you have a, a schedule of habits, once you uh, remove something out of that schedule, you have this vacuum of time and you get to decide what's going to rush in there and fill up that vacuum. And so once you've done that and you habitually do that, all of a sudden that's part of your schedule of activities and you've made a change in your paradigm. And then you get to move that, you get to move that needle or you get to change that goal and elevate yourself one more time and, and take out the next thing that you want to get rid of. You know, it's, um, it's gradual and one thing you got to remember is it, it's like for me, it's taken me 43 years to become the person that I am. And I can't change who I am overnight. You know, it's, it's going to take some time. And um, but it's it's going to be worth it 
and I, you know, you have to feel like you're worth investing that time in. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's the, the, uh, scientific studies and stuff that say it takes 21 days to form a habit uh, and how, you know, that's true or, you know, whatever. I haven't really looked into that, uh, from a scientific point of view, it sounds right to me, but for me personally, every single day is the, a new, you know, the new start on it. And that's what I have to focus on to begin with, because if I start looking at 21 days, I'm going to be like, Ooh, that's, that's pretty long. You know? Yeah. So you start, you start causing yourself a little bit of an issue when you start looking at a period of time that's that long for some people, because I mean, we're so used to looking at stuff and it being instant and that kind of thing. And that's kind of uh, me and Matt, were having a conversation earlier and we were bringing up how we want everything now, now, now. And so when you're changing your paradigm, when you're looking at this list of stuff, don't beat yourself up because you're still doing it five days from now or 10 days from now, or even a month from now, just be thankful that you're aware of it and that you're starting to make the changes. And I think that that is a really huge first step is just acknowledging, you know what, this, you know, I do have that kind of thought process because that's how my mom and dad thought, or that's how my wife or husband thought, you know, and they've instilled that in me. And maybe that's not what I agree with anymore. And I'm going to start researching or looking into something that I think is maybe more um, in line with the way that I think. Um, Because we let a lot of people make decisions. I think that Matt and I both have made decisions in our careers um, because of what other people think or what other people think is a good idea. I mean, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say that you're like that too, Matt? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, you're really good at this. The next natural step for you would be this, you know, and it's almost like you're, you're following this predetermined uh, course and, you know, maybe that's good. Like maybe all of those kind of predetermined dots are what led me to like where I'm at right now and have, uh, you know, kind of prepared my mind and uh, you know, my, my soul and and my paradigm for this particular uh, moment. And so I'm ready for change because of what I've gone through. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I definitely feel like, uh, you know, Hey, once you get to this certain age, you should be married. And once you get to this certain age, you should buy a house. And Hey, if you have a house, you should have a dog and a cat, you know? And it's (laughs) like, Hey, all these things, like who's making these decisions for me? Uh, it's, it's an interesting, an interesting thing to think about. And, you know, you, you, you mentioned something earlier, I think is important is, um, don't be afraid to celebrate success more often. You know, people, a lot of times, uh, you only think you're successful when you get to the finish line and you've accomplished what you set out to. But I think there's, there were some little celebrations that could have been had along the way that you miss out on because you you're only focusing on the end of the line, you know? So, um, you know, that the, the decision you make, 
to change whatever aspect of your life. The, like the first thing you Google um, should be celebrated because, hey, you've made a conscious effort to um, make a step towards your end goal. And I think um, a lot of people get uh, upset or anxious because the results aren't there right away, but you're choosing not to celebrate the results you've already attained, if that makes sense. Yeah. And in the other part about the paradigm is uh, you just made me think is it's really a safety mechanism. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't, if you fall down because you, you know, you got up on um, a tightrope and you don't really want to walk on tightropes, then you may never do that again. Or if you get bit by a dog you may be scared of dogs going forward because of that one experience. So um, it's, it's not that it's a total, like I said in the beginning, it's not just negative things that happen. I mean, I'm not saying being bit by a dog and being scared of thing, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm saying that if you burn your hand on the stove, you then know that's part of your paradigm. That's your programming. That's your pattern. Don't touch a hot stove. And if we didn't have that mechanism, we would probably be dead, everyone, <laughs> because <laughs> you would continue to do things that are that are not smart. So your paradigm is really moving you into the most comfortable place that you can be. The good part about that is, is that you are convincing yourself that you're comfortable. The bad part about that is, is you have no idea what you are capable of or what you could be doing if you weren't following that pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'd think I'd say my goal now and your goal for sure is to uh, break free of that paradigm um, and move towards the best version of, of ourselves we could possibly create or imagine. And uh, yeah, I think we both uh, know for a fact that what we're doing on this podcast is part of that better version. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there is a laundry list that I could name you that I have changed personally about my paradigm, Um, just the way that I think about other people and the way that I interact with other people and, uh, you know, just seeing, uh, I, I guess, I was I was pretty close minded on my personal uh, beliefs as maybe I'm right and I would just go with that and it was it was part of my paradigm and now I'm just a lot more open to hearing other people's um, viewpoint on things uh, whether it's a um, you know good good thing or a bad thing I'm just not so quick to judge and I think that that has drastically helped me out. And that seems like something that everyone should know, but you may be fooling yourself because a lot of people think a certain way about themselves, but when they start to dissect and look at the way that they behave, it's not necessarily, they're not acting like what they think they're acting like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think so for sure. So everyone out there, Take a look at your paradigm, understand that it's a programming, it's a pattern, it's something that is built into you, good and bad, and identify what is going on with it, 
and then see where you might want to make some improvements, make those things that you want to improve about it, your goals, and then work towards them on a daily basis with the um, knowing of that you're trying to make that change. And it's going to happen if you believe that it's going to happen. If you don't, then there's a good chance that it won't. (laughs) I think that's a great place to stop. Thanks for your time, Rusty. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Unscrewed Mind. Don't forget to rate and review this episode and be sure to subscribe so you're notified when the next episode drops. We're also on social media, so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Unscrewed Mind and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can stay up to date on all of our projects. And until next time, stay grateful.